Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Aren't you interested in learning breakthrough wealth building strategies, such as how to flip a home in less than two weeks using other people's money with no real estate license, or how to build a low cost home based business? You can discover how to take passive income from any source and invest it into real estate, stocks, or business to become financially independent investing in any market with Residual Roads Business Institute. Collaborate with Andre and other Residual Roads advisors to create a free action plan and start implementing strategies today. Go to www.residualroads.com or email info at residualroads.com. Welcome to the Investing Uncensored podcast. You've been searching for different ways to become financially independent or generate passive income to live out your life's purpose as you've seen others do it, but need insight on how. Well, get excited because here you'll discover the tips and resources to fulfill that need. Andre Stewart has spent more than a decade successfully making it happen for himself and others. This is the Investing Uncensored podcast. And now here's your host, Andre Stewart. Welcome to another episode of Investing Uncensored. I'm your host, Andre Stewart. And today I want to talk to you guys about what happened with Silicon Valley Bank and what I think is going to trickle over into the economy. And I haven't really talked about the economy in a while because you guys heard me say this a couple podcasts back i haven't felt like anything was really worthy of being talked about but for two reasons i want to talk about silicon valley bank for one reason i worked there for a couple of years as an advisor to startups growth companies and venture capital firms most of our clients would come to us to get lines of credit loans different things like that. And the VCs were obviously there to, you know, fund some of these clients. And, you know, we we had different programs for venture capital firms as well. But a lot of things that we did were their startups and they didn't have the funds or they were like mid-level corporations or even some big corporations. Even, Even Uber was one of our clients. So they would come to us to get debt facilities to basically pay their payroll or anything like that, anything business related. So SVB is a big deal to the economy because a lot of those companies were getting financing to pay their payroll through the bank. And so, you know, I don't know if guys know, FDIC only covers up to $250,000. And anything you lose, if a bank closes above $250,000, you just lose it unless you add a couple amount of beneficiaries. So one thing you could do to get more coverage from the FDIC is 
add beneficiaries to your account. So if you wanted a million dollars worth of coverage, then you would add four people to your account on a personal side. On the business side, you're only allowed 250000 as well, but it's a lot harder to do what I just said because you have to have signatories on the account. So you have to have signers and you can only have a certain amount of signers based on what the corporation's bylaws or LLCs or whatever your company says. So that's a little bit harder. So when you have a corporation, you only have two signers on the account and you have like, you know, a million dollars worth of assets. Say that happened at Silicon Valley Bank, because again, like large companies, Pinterest, Snapchat, like these are some major corporations that are, or at the time when I worked there, that were clients of SVB. If they don't have the insurance coverage and there was a run on the bank, you basically are screwed. So some of these people were already struggling because interest rates have gone through the roof. So because of interest rates going up, it was harder to get the loans from the banks. And it's also harder for the banks to get money as well. So what is taking place? And I've said this, you know, in 2021 and 2022, I talked about what was going to happen and that there being a catastrophic economic collapse because of the debt. And so we're seeing this Silvergate Bank collapse. Silvergate Bank, I worked with Silvergate in the beginning when I was trying to get funding for Investvar because they like companies that had crypto and Investvar, you can buy properties using crypto. So, you know, with that, I tried to reach out to Silvergate Bank and try to form a partnership because they were interested in tech and people that had crypto connected to their tech, which we do. And so it didn't work out for whatever reason. But, you know, I mean, I, I work with them and I know they were really heavy in the crypto space and we see what's taking place there. So it makes sense why Silvergate Bank has closed. And then with Silicon Valley, it makes sense why they're shutting down because most of those companies that bank there, they obviously taking on loans because they're tech companies. And so when you when the liquidity or the easy access to liquidity dries up, any of these most of these tech companies aren't profitable, right? They're, they're basing their valuations off what we could become based on this, based on that. So it's not actual revenue. So they borrow and borrow to keep the companies going. And when you can't borrow and borrow anymore and you don't have any revenue, then obviously the company's going to close down. So with them not being able to tap into SVB anymore to get some kind of assistance to get over the hump, all of these major corporations. So for in, for example, if if Pinterest is still a client and they didn't get their money out in time, What's going to happen to the employees at Pinterest, you know, if they're still a client or if, if, if Uber or if some of these people are still banking there and they didn't get their money out in time or what if they don't have any money? What if they don't have any revenue? Because, you know, last time I checked, Uber wasn't really generating any revenue. So if they don't have the income coming in and they can't borrow money from the bank anymore, what's going to happen with Uber? So you guys can see, I don't know the entire list of clients that were at SVP. I can give you the example of mine, but I probably shouldn't because again, that was a while back and it's not my place to put people's business in the street like that. But what I'm trying to do is paint a picture for you guys to understand the ramifications of what just happened with SVB and Silvergate Bank. And I work with different lending institutions because of what I do with real estate. And so I think three months ago, I'm not three months ago, three weeks ago, some of the lenders that I work with, I reached out to them and they closed down. So I was like, man, what in the world is going on? The last time something like this happened, when liquidity started drying up, it happened in markets like this. So if you were on the inside, you kind of knew what was going to happen with 2008. And so me working at the bank in 2008 and understanding 
the similarities of what happened back then is happening right now. We're going to be in 2008 3.0 because we have way more debt than we had in 2008. And so this is the tipping point because all of those corporations, all of those VCs, all of those people that have money at SVB and they didn't get it out in time or they can't tap into their facility anymore to do their payroll. What do you think is going to happen with those employees? What do you think that's going to do to the economy? If people can't make their car payment and people can't make their mortgage payment and SVB, I'm telling you guys, like that was the it's, it's the it's the bank for Silicon Valley. So most of the people that work at in tech companies, I would say they probably make 100 to 350,000. Maybe not all of them, but uh, most of the people that were a lot of them work that they make about 100 plus. So that's basically, I would say, middle class. So if you start tapping into the middle class and start taking away their jobs, middle class is what holds America up. I've said that before. If the middle class starts getting taken out, what do you think is going to do to the country? That's what makes America so great because people can come from anywhere and come from nothing and at least make it to the middle class where you're making 75 to maybe $300,000 a year. You're, you're making that. But now with what's going on with... So right, right now we're in a period of what I would call stagflation because we have stagnant inflation or high inflation and we're heading into a recession. So we, we have stagflation and we're going into a recession. Well, from my standpoint, we've always been in a recession. So we're going from being in a recession for the past year or so with having high inflation that's not going anywhere. So we're in stagflation. And now we're going into banks collapsing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's looking more like we're going to have a depression, which is what I have been saying, versus a recession, because we've been in a recession. And if things are steadily getting worse, then how do you how do you go from yeah what are you gonna call it a deep recession? It's not looking like a deep recession. You know what I mean? With what happened to SVB, unemployment is stated at like three point four percent. What just happened? I don't think people understand the magnitude of what just happened to tech and what that's gonna do to the economy. What that's gonna do to the SVB had offices all over the world, India. Israel everywhere. This is a big deal. And I don't think people get that. So the impact of this, and you know, I heard Janet Yellen say, we're monitoring it very closely. I wish I could explain how bad this is going to be. So, you know, I, you know, any you guys can do your own deductions on, on, on what I'm saying. But people say, well, the housing collapse won't be like it was in 2008. Yeah, it might not be the same type of collapse, but I do think we're going to have something that is going to go on in housing because we're already seeing it in the car market. You know what I mean? There's a lot of repos going on, but what's going to happen when most of these people that work at these tech companies lose their job? They're not going to be able to pay their mortgage. So we might not have 4 million homes, but we could potentially have 2 million homes. That's still a lot of houses that are in foreclosure. So I don't know, man. A lot of people are out here saying, you know, different things, but they're not looking at the data. They're, they're not looking at the holistic picture of everyone talks about black swan events. And in my opinion, SVB falling was a black swan event because in 2008, Lehman Brothers was the first domino to fall. And then after that, a lot of other banks started failing. This is going to be a situation. And I just want people to I, like, I don't even know what the, I, 
I was talking to my cousin about this earlier today. I, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say because you wouldn't think something like 2008 would happen again. You wouldn't think that what could happen would be worse than that. It's going to be worse than that. Have you ever thought to yourself, I wish I could get into real estate investing? You can change this as quickly or as slowly as you want to now. Imagine yourself networking and making new connections in real estate globally or buying an investment property in a market or country that fits your needs. People do. They know what I'm talking about. And now you can too with InvestFAR. Connect and join the network. Remote investing made safe and easy. One thing that I think people might not know is because the, the narrative won't be told, right? You know, back in 2008, the narrative wasn't being controlled as much as it is right now. So it could be something going, you know, really bad. And I said it on my last podcast that I did that it was stuff going on. And, you know, what's the smoke screen? What's the balloon? What's all this UFO stuff? I mean, there's a, the economy is not doing great. And this is a very good indication of that. So we have the energy crisis that we've all talked about. We have now this bank closure. We have a war going on. We have geopolitical issues. We have high inflation. We have ever increasing unemployment. I mean, I can keep going. So we got to be prepared, man. This is extremely concerning. It's concerning for me because, like I said, I, I worked there, man. I worked in banking and I worked at this specific bank and I know how much our influence they have on the economy. So, you know, I've been pretty accurate with, with my calls so far. If you go back and listen to my podcast, I've been on point with almost everything. And I think that the summertime is going to be horrendous, man. I think July and August. And I said that before, but now with this, I'm actually scared of what the end of the year looks like. Earnings reports haven't even come out yet. So once, you know, we see first and second quarter data that also in conjunction with earnings is more than likely going to destroy consumer confidence even more. So one of the things that I would advise if you have all your money in one bank I would probably try to spread it out. I mean, get an online savings bank like an Allied or something like that because they have less overhead, so they might have less expenses, so they will have a lower likelihood of getting shut down. You know what I mean? And or they'll get acquired, but you won't have to have a, a fear of a, a run on a bank because the likelihood of them having a lot of loans is pretty slim because most people just park in their money there because they have a higher interest rate. Most online banks have higher interest rates. So I wasn't worried about, you know, a debt spiral from one of those. So I would kind of diversify, man. I would, I would, if you got all your money at Wells Fargo or Bank of America or someone like that, move some of it to cash for sure. Because once they start hitting banks and runs on bank, they are, are allowed to stop. They can pause the money coming out just like they can halt trading. They can stop people from withdrawing money. So then your money is because they're going to need that money to pay off debt. That's the thing about having banks, man. Once your money's in there, that bank wants to, you know, they can take that money and do what they want with it to pay off their debt because now that that is now collateral. So what I would do is I would go to cash, some cash, I would buy gold and I would buy silver and I would try to get into commodities. But the money, it has to go, it has to go somewhere. You know what I mean? People aren't going to be leaving their money in the banks. So it's going to flow into gold 
or it's going to flow into silver. It's going to flow somewhere. So I would kind of get into those because those are safe haven assets. So when you have a financial system that looks like it's going to collapse, people go to precious metals. So that's kind of where I would go. And it's funny because right now, historic rates of people putting their money into gold. I mean, governments, not just people like this is one of those times in history that people are, you know, hoarding gold and governments are stockpiling gold because they're probably going to do something, man. They're probably going to try to establish a new currency that's backed by gold or go back to the gold standard. There's something going on, man. Governments are usually trying to be flush with cash, not flush with gold. Like, you know, most countries have a certain amount of reserves, you know, from different countries. That's what they do. But now if majority of that is gold, that should tell you something. That should tell you something that you do what the government is doing. I, I've said this before in a podcast. If you want to make money, follow the government. If, if they're talking about green energy, then follow green energy. If they're talking about something going on in the energy market. Get into the energy market. Follow the energy market. Whether you're doing puts or calls or buying precious metals or whatever the case is, do what they're doing because that is going to trickle down into you. It's your government. So, yeah, it obviously has no choice but to trickle down to you. So my advice at this time is to pay more attention to what's going on. A lot of people might not even know Silicon Valley Bank. I didn't know that bank until I got a job there because it's not like Wells Fargo or Bank of America. You don't go there unless you have a reason to go there. But that doesn't mean that bank is not as important as Wells Fargo or Bank of America. It's actually even more important than those. There's always things that define certain moments in history. And I think that this collapse of SBB is going to be one of those. So I really want to put the emphasis on checking your spending, man, and saving as money as possible because, right, nobody wants a economic crisis to happen. But what you don't want to do is not be prepared. And the second thing, you don't want to not be able to at least take advantage of it. But in addition to that, helping someone out because, you know, I talk about it. The real estate investing guide, I talk about how to acquire assets from people in distress. There are going to be a lot of people in distress, but I also point out that in that book, there's three people that benefit from it. You benefit from it because you get to get the house at a good cost. The person doesn't get a foreclosure on their record and can't buy a house for seven years. And then the bank doesn't have a non-performing note and collapse like SVB. So it's, it's everybody benefits in the situation. And so it's, it could be like, oh, man, you're taking advantage of this guy. No, man, I'm actually helping everybody out because if I didn't step in to buy this house, not my one house, but I'm saying, what if that's a bunch of houses? What if not enough people step in like like with this bank, for instance, they were trying to go out and raise money to keep afloat, but they couldn't raise money in enough time. And that's what happened. They didn't have the capital. So when you're out here and these banks or debts piling up and you don't have someone to come in and step in and buy some of these mortgages, say it is a Wells Fargo or say it is a JP Morgan Chase, then that bank is going to collapse. And then we will for sure have a 2008 on steroids if that happens. So stockpile your cash to be able to help people out and also take advantage of it. That's kind of what I got, man. My tone is what it is because I understand what has just taken place and how catastrophic it's going to be in the greater economy. And we don't know how long the impacts of that are going to last. We don't know the trickle down effects of what just happened. You know, and, and you always hear me say the economy has a lag. So by the time whatever unfolds from this is going to be on your front door. So. Go ahead and be prepared now. Stockpile on food or whatever the case is, man. Just 
do some kind of two month emergency preparation kit, you know, get a safe, put some money in the house. Even if it's a small safe, just get something and put something in there and, and stock up on some groceries because you just never know, you know, it's better to stay ready so you don't got to get ready. And this is one of those times based on this is where I think we all need to stay ready. And we have a good enough head start based on this on how to do that. Because again, by the time it's your front door, it's too late. All right, guys, stay prepared. Keep your eyes open. Until next time, take care. Aren't you ready to start a business or grow your real estate investing portfolio? If you answered yes, allow Andre and the expert advisors at the Residual Roads Business Institute to fast track and put you on a path to full-time investing. The greatest transfer of wealth in our lifetime is occurring over the next few years, and you can take advantage if you know what to look for. In order to be successful at real estate investing, you need to learn how to leverage your current resources to generate quick money, big money, and retirement money. Let Residual Roads Advisors craft a plan to get you through these phases using little or no money in six months or less. Don't wait for a job. Create one for yourself and others. Go to residualroads.com for mentorship and for our free course, go to residualroads.thinkific.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.